Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the show, the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Oh, there was perfect. <laughs> On the post. <laughs> Saturday, November 5th. Today, everybody, daylight savings time. You get an extra be, hour tonight. Is it tonight or tomorrow? Well, it's what, 2 o'clock tomorrow morning? Oh, okay. I don't okay. know if you're going to be upsetting your clocks at 2 o'clock this morning. I'm getting up. Tomorrow morning. Are you? I'm getting, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm doing it the right way. Okay. Not like these lazy people that said it before they go to bed. <laughs> lazy. <Yeah>. Lazy bastards. <laughs> uh, so, got a lot to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Wayne's back, as you can hear. <laughs> he's, uh, he, he's back from his little... I have to go into work. They called me in. Man, don't want to do that no more. It was fun, wasn't <laughs> that it? That was no fun. So we got a lot to cover. We got some news and notes. We're we're going to um, discuss a little something that got added to the news and notes. You know, Wayne sent out a little news article. I, I, you know, I was going to ask you to get the sound the sound for that. I don't know if we, I don't know if we can legally do that, but from NFL Network. From I don't know whoever that was. Yeah, it's the NFL it's network. network. Okay, and I'm gonna say no. Have you heard the news? No. So, Pat McAfee show. He, he does his little uh, his radio show. Yeah, he could. He pays. He pays. Uh, something crazy like million millions four point something million. Yeah. To use the rights for the rights to use to show the clips of the NFL games. Yeah. On his show. That's crazy. So then he also does these little, because they do a little gambling thing and every and all this, and they show like the standings and everything. So they put in the team logos and you know the pictures of the players on their little graphics that they put up on the show. Well, here it is, week nine of the NFL season. They got a letter from an NFL lawyer <laughs> telling them to cease and desist that you don't have the rights to the logos and. And um, graphics. So they can show the clips. They can't show the. He goes, what the fuck are you telling me? He goes, I was an NFL player. We talk about the NFL. We bring um, more attention to the NFL. He goes, I was nominated for the freaking Hall of Fame. I paid four point something million dollars to have the rights you telling me that the rights don't include that i can have a little picture of with with uh team's logos and everything so he's he's to the point where he's calling it he doesn't he doesn't say the nfl anymore he says the professional american football league (laughs) the paffle (laughs) and he goes the cincinnati football team he doesn't say the cincinnati Bengals. He, he goes and and granted they didn't say i couldn't do that but I'm just taking it to the logical extreme. Yeah. He goes, so, and then they told him, he says, I can show a clip so I can run the clip. But he goes, I can't pause it. Because as soon as I pause it, if there's a logo here, a logo there, it becomes a graphic. Oh, my God. So he's in the midst of a 
argument. And I think something must have changed because on Friday he had uh, logos and, and player likenesses back up on, on his graphics. So. Yeah. But he's still to the point of calling it the Paffle, and it, it's hilarious. But anyways, yeah, so I don't know if we would have the rights to do that. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. But it's a, it's a good, it's a good. Uh, It'll be a nice little discussion during yeah. our, our news and notes. There's a little tease for you. We'll, <laughs> we'll start right at the beginning and get this over with because it annoys the piss out of me. <laughs> Which I'm sure is why you sent it. It might, it might have had some sort of a reaction. Check the website, everybody, cffpodcast.com. Uh, our gambling's up there. We have our rainbow bets, which are getting updated as we go along. We have uh, our bold predictions and stupid predictions are up there, and we're updating those as possible. I went from being plus one to, to uh, even now. On well, the bold predictions because Javonta Williams isn't going to get uh, no. two thousand yards rushing. Apparently. Pretty sure that's not going. That's happen. not going to happen. No. All right. So I, I put that down as a loss. Well, you can you can put down the Packers uh, rookie receivers catching. That that's getting close. Oh, not even close. It'll be we're we're, we're going to win that one because because so far this year, Aaron Rodgers has thrown for three hundred yards. Um, not at all. Yeah, well, it's early. Two touch or three touchdowns in a game. Not at all. It, that'll happen this week. Because <laughs> where are we at here? I can show you. We are 40 receptions, and they need 89. Okay, yeah. Okay? That's, so we're, we're, ha- we're uh, halfway there. And that's close. Season's not halfway over. It'll be halfway over this weekend. Yeah. We're at 401 yards. They need 1,101. Lagging that one's going to be way tough. Way behind. Yeah, lagging way behind. Five touchdowns. They need 11. Close mm, on that. Yeah. I'm going to win this. Well, it's true that, um, yeah, I think about that, the touchdowns. Yeah, I'm going to win this. I'm going to say they're going to they're gonna outperform Devontae, Ad, Devontae Adams this year. Oh, they're going to outperform him this year, but not the average. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, they, oh, they will. And, of course, we got the uh, Lamar Jackson top ten. Yeah, he's, he's at number three right now. <laughs> yes. There's plenty of time for him to come back down to earth. so there you go Uh, also you got questions comments concerns uh, feel free to send us an email cffpodcast at hotmail.com or you can use the Mountain Dew Spark fan line which we may have to change the flavor we may have to now that the new holiday flavor is out (laughs) I'll be picking some of that up today and trying it and seeing I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not confident. Nope. It's a Mountain Dew fruit quake. <laughs> and it says on there, with a with a taste of artificial fruitcake flavor. I'm like, hmm. Question, Real fruitcake yeah. flavor is not good. What's no. artificial one going to taste like? It's, yeah. It's, I, my daughter was asking me about, she's like, what, what is it going to taste like? I'm like, it depends on what they decide to it enhance. Fruitcake. I, yeah, I don't know. It's like <laughs> if it tastes like fruitcake, fruitcake doesn't really taste like anything. It's just sugar. <laughs> it's terrible. It's just one hundred percent sugar. That's all. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So you got some? Did you pick some up? Fruitcake? Yeah. No. 
I could, so, I, I'm only going to buy a single bottle. That's I, will, I refuse to buy a 12-pack because I'm like, I'll drink one of them. I will hate it. I will never drink it again, and I'll just be stuck with 11 <laughs> like, cans. You know, 11 cans of this shit left. You know, so, that's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, oh, we'll go to Walmart today, and I'll see if I can, because usually they have it in little coolers. Yeah. They have little 20-ounce bottles you can... Well, since, since I checked out in the pharmacy, I didn't really have that option, so... <laughs> So we'll see if I can find one there first, and then we'll try that and go from there. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not overly confident. On but now, this. does it, does it, see? This is what this is what had me flummoxed yesterday. I'm standing there looking at it. A twelve pack is four thirty eight. Yes. Okay. Yes. A single bottle. If I buy a single bottle, it's going to be at least two a and a half dollars. Yeah. You think so? Oh, at Quick Trip, at sodas. To, uh, two twenty nine or something like that. Okay, so I'm going to pay half as much for one soda as I could for twelve. But I know if I buy twelve of them, they're going to be <laughs> god awful. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> oh man! All right, you ready? should we get going on this? We can so go. We, so we can I can get this off my chest right away. Okay, let's do it. All right. Time for the news and notes, everybody, and we're going to start with um, one of my pet peeves, and that is <laughs> the hate of Aaron Rodgers that is unsubstantiated, un, un, um, uneducated, mm, no, gotta and say just no. over-the-top irrational. No, got to say no. And this, this one starts with Mr. Ascot himself, Charles Woodson. There you go. He's a stud. Yeah. Yeah. So uh he's an ex- he's an expert. He he was yeah, he's an expert. Why? Because is he played in the NFL? Sure. Wrong. <laughs> and you give Aaron all the credit in the world because he played in the NFL. He's but... the smartest man in the league. Oh my god. Charles Woodson uh, apparently called out Aaron Rodgers for throwing oh, oh, Packers oh, 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 teammates gotta, under the bus. Gotta stop you there. Yeah. He didn't apparently. He threw him. <laughs> no, apparently. Yeah. No, no. You said Woodson apparently called out. He he didn't apparently call. He called him out. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. <laughs> he threw down the gauntlet. What I'm saying is uh, Rod Woodson doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, that'd be Charles Woodson, but that's okay. Rod, Charles. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. So it all started on the NFL Network where, where he was running his mouth. Asking hey, about you know I don't think anybody saw this because the Packer game was a late game. Yep. Who's watching the pregame for a night game? Right. I don't think anybody oh, saw it. So none of the Packer fans you think saw it? I don't think so. Okay. I, it, it was it was done early. If it, and Charles was on a a roll until the ass clown uh, Michael Vick decided to open his mouth and start yakking. It's like uh, shut up, Michael Vick, Charles Woodson. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. No way. Except Charles Woodson is in the Hall of Fame. And he's intelligent and he oh, runs stop. a business. And yeah, well, please. I, I know a lot of people that run businesses that are inept. Oh, well, that's true, too. Okay. I, I can't argue that point. Uh, so Rod Woodson made the comments. Okay, Charles Woodson. <laughs> Charles. Charles. Rod Charles. Charles. Charles, 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 Charles. About the Packers and where is it? What did he say here? 
Uh, Did you print it out? I, I have it. Yeah, I have okay. screen captured. That's awesome. I'm looking for the quotes. And of course, now when I want them, I can't find them. Oh, he said some very nice things. Yeah, yeah. Very flattering. Uh, what's concerning about this is the teams uh, they have lost to is the Packers. Yes. You know, they should have beaten on paper. Oh, absolutely. Like, other than the, 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 the Jets Giant, and the Giants. The Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders should have beat, should have stomped all the Commanders, they should have won, yes. The Giants and Jets are playing better than... They're playing better then, but had the Packers, and I've heard this analogy too, had the Packers done what they did against Buffalo, which is all fans have been calling for all year long, Mm -hmm. run the goddamn ball, and they finally do it against a really good team and still lose. If they did it against the shitty teams, they would have won. More more teasing for the must-starts don't bothers later on. Oh, geez, okay. Oh, Lord. Um. Anyways, Charles Woodson said that that A-Rod needs to take more accountability. And he criticized Rogers' tendency to throw his teammates under the bus. Correct, which is what what I've been saying for weeks. Well, quote, well, first of all, got to stop pointing the finger. And I'm talking to the leader of this team right now, Aaron Rodgers. And again, this has been my complaint all time. You have all these irrational Aaron Rodgers haters. They're just so jealous. Whether whether it's ex-players or whether it's Aaron Rodgers fans of the Packers. Woodson. Well, that, that they I'm sure they're friends. I mean, and Woodson said they're friends. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And although although Woodson can't call him, he was asked about that mm-hmm. later. Should he call him? And uh, he said he can't. Why? He doesn't know his phone number. Didn't, didn't say. Doesn't know his phone number. Not smart enough. Oh. Like Aaron Rodgers. Stop it. So you have you have Charles Woodson now, and then he's he's joining the realm of Greg Jennings, apparently. You know, no. irrational Packer hate. No. Yes. Irrational he's Aaron Rodgers. Just hate. calling out what he sees. Well, the fact of the matter he is he was very clear about the fact that Aaron does not take responsibility. That Aaron Which is just not true. It is absolutely true. He he does a throw in. He he throws everybody under the bus. No. The coaches, the receivers, the offensive line, the defense. He's throwing every single one of his teammates under the bus. And then he goes, Well, you know, I could play better. That's just not true. That is absolutely see, true. See, you, are, you are what I told you about last night in, in my reply to you in the text. No. You 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 make these assumptions, but you don't listen to the to the I interview. Absolutely, listen to the interview. You listen to the to his interview on the show. I listen to every. I do not listen to the Pat McAfee show. That's where him. he. That's where he actually comes out, and he's Mister Down Earth, Mister. I oh, let everything stop out there. It. Stop that, it. Like, uh, don't don't think I don't hear the reports because oh, they play them every every radio station plays them all the time. What do I have to do? But he's 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 so in denial he's that he not. does anything wrong. He admits he goes, I have I did not play very well. I missed this throw because I didn't think about the wind shear and everything on the ball. Oh, and and but but that's that's after he's already said that you know we've got to make catches. Yes, we've got to. Yeah, we, we have to. Yeah, yeah, okay. We have to. They have to play better. But he, I, and I, hundred percent agree with that. Okay, but 
Speaking in, of that, in the third quarter of last week's game against <laughs> Buffalo, when I'd listen to you and Dan tell me, run the fucking ball. How did that work in the third quarter? Well, I'm just saying that the... the uh, did they, they, they score they, any points they, running the ball? Well, they ended up with a... Fourth and one? How, how many yards did they get? A running average more than the passing average. So I would say... And they still worked, lost. But they it still worked better than it having... Did, and no, had, working better would be scoring points. Not necessarily in every game. That's what you how you win. I understand. You that. don't you don't win they, by oh my god, their running never, game was amazing. They were never gonna win the game against Buffalo. They could have won that game against Buffalo. Never. If they would have thrown the ball more. Never. All that was is opportunities for Aaron to throw interceptions. Okay, I'm gonna ask you one more time. And 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 oh and wait, wait. This amazing bl- running game. And to blame his receivers for not catching the ball. If it when hits he, you in the hands, catch the fucking ball. Okay, but when he th- when he overthrows or underthrows, that's not his fault. That's wind shear or some other bullshit that he just Boy, makes up. Everyone is stupid except me. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to ask one more time because you, you seem to forget to answer this question. Fourth and one in the third quarter. Yes. How many yards did they get running the ball? Zero. It's it's irrelevant. It's not how, irrelevant. How many how many yards would they have gotten passing the ball? Zero. At least one. Zero. At least one. He would have overthrown somebody, or he would have oh my, or somebody, the guy wouldn't have caught it, or he would have thrown it out of bounds, or oh, he would have got sacked, or he would. God, you know all the other. What, what did Vince Lombardi used to say? There's three things that can happen on a on a pass play, and two of them are bad. And there's three things that can happen on a running play. There's more than three things. Yes, exactly. Only one is good. No, that's yes. not true. That's not true. Yes, you get a yard. <laughs> you get a first down. There you go. That's the one good thing. The other thing is you you try and run and you get you run into the back of some offensive lineman and you lose a yard. I'm not disagree. I, Fumble. I, I think that the the offense uh, this this vaunted uh, Matt Lafleur offense has been been unimaginable unimaginative it's i don't know where they are but i don't know if it's lafleur not calling plays whoa, 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 whoa. okay that's that pause okay matt because i read the rest of this article and they're blaming aaron Rodgers for this too saying that oh, aaron Rodgers is making all the play calls now well it's possible Oh, oh, it's possible because it's not working. So no, oh, it no. must be Aaron Rodgers. No, no, I'm saying it's possible that he's making the or he was making the calls. Everybody's saying for sure in Buffalo that Lafleur is making the calls, the whole run game thing. And if you listen to um, Von Miller, yes, did you hear what he had to say about? I I don't listen to Von Miller. Okay, so he he said after the game that um, he couldn't say what uh, they asked him about them running the ball more. He said, I can't tell you what Aaron Rodgers said. Because he probably didn't hear. Was he in the meeting? No, they were standing there talking to each other. I don't know if you uh-huh. saw that. They, yeah. they were talking to each other during the game. Yeah. And it was after a particular play, and apparently... So he couldn't understand English? Or, uh, no, or apparently Rodgers had something derogatory to say about the running yeah. plays. Yeah. So it That they're sure. unimaginative and they're, they don't work? Uh, that's not true. We don't have an offensive line that can block? That's not true either. What what check, was it then? Check the stats. Yeah, because clearly they ran the ball more successfully than they threw the ball. So by your logic, we should do what's the most successful thing. So well, then they should be running the ball. They shouldn't be throwing the ball. You have the best player 
in NFL history as your quarterback. Was, isn't currently. There's time. There's time. R-E-L-A-X. But, but, well, I mean, we're seven games in, and I don't think relaxing is working. According, we, according to Aaron, we we had our best game ever, and it was because we practiced good. We're three and five. Yes. Okay. Just not good. Uh, By Packer standards, it's not not good. not good. Last year's Super Bowl team, Cincinnati Bengals, yes, four and four. That's, Are they better than us? That's a game difference. Are they better than us? Last year, yeah, they get to the Super Bowl. Okay, we're not talking about that. We're talking about this year. Um, they weren't they predicted to be oh man they're going back to the super bowl they might actually win yeah. it this year okay but that was on i mean you know yeah okay um let's see uh los angeles chargers are they no weren't they predicted to be really good this year they were predicted to be good but they denver broncos three and five no, weren't they, they were, predicted no. to be very good this year they were okay uh las vegas raiders were we hearing all off season <laughs> the las vegas raiders oh my god Look at all the money they spent. Oh, and, they got Devontae Adams, the best receiver in the who, NFL. Who bought into that? Nobody bought into that. Everybody bought into that because I was the one. No, the talking head knuckleheads were all uh, a Twitter. But. I was the one always saying. <laughs> but that, that it was going to not be right. Two and five. Okay. But they, they've always been bad. They, they were Tampa bad. Bay Buccaneers. Mr. Amazing Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady could do no wrong. Tom Brady's so nice. Tom Brady, oh, what a professional. Tom Brady bitching, pissed off at at uh, Microsoft Surfaces. Doing his best Aaron Rodgers impression? No. Aaron Rodgers has never broken a Microsoft Surface, not to mention two. Well, that we know. I'm sure he's broken a helmet or two, though. Buccaneers have the same record as us. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what your point is here, though. My point is we're getting all wound up about the Green Bay Packers being yes. three and five. Yeah. When the teams that are all supposed to be better than San Francisco 49ers, four and four. But nobody cares about any of those teams. They yes, about, they do. No, they don't. They care about they're the calling Packers. these guys the Super Bowl. These, oh, oh, my God, the 49ers, they're going to be going to the Super Bowl. But that's all talking heads. Nobody cares. The Rams, last year's Super Bowl champion, three and four. Yeah. Okay. Talk to me at the end of the season when the Packers are in the playoffs playing in another NFC championship game. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a oh. bet right now. Okay. Packers. You know what? Last week I did this show by myself. Did you throw out a bet? It was done in forty seven minutes. We're already at twenty two <laughs> minutes in here. <laughs> Well, we haven't you, even got to our first news you, story. You were you were cautious. You were cautious about starting this whole <laughs> can of worms. But let, let's let's just suffice it to say let let's let's throw out a, a rainbow bet. Okay, I will say that the Packers will not. I will not say that they will not make the playoffs. I will say that they will not win more than one game. You're saying they're going to be in the championship. That means they got to win two games. I will take that bet. Okay. There you go. Bets off if they don't make the playoffs? Uh, no, I win if they don't make the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying it's a game or less. You're saying it's a game or more. There you go. If it's exactly a game, then we're even. With the push. But it can't, it can't be a game. It can't be. No, no, because you said they will not win a game. No, I said they will not win more than one game. Okay. They will not win more than one game. So one or less is me, one or more is you. Okay. I will take that. Okay. And that will be another five dollars in my account oh <laughs> i've already spent the money 
People need to get their teams ready. Let's get to the news. Let's go. That matters, not this irrational Aaron Rodgers hate from from fans that that don't listen to his <laughs> words coming out of his mouth. Because they don't mean anything. Last Sunday in the matchup between the Rams and 49ers, Cooper Cup suffered an ankle injury. Yeah, not good. Hmm. Super Bowl champions. <laughs> injuries just like the Packers and, you know, hmm. I wonder what's, what's going on. Well, injuries to better players than the Packers. The team does expect him to be available this weekend. Head coach Sean McVay is saying that he is experiencing some ish tissue swelling. But there is no structural damage, which is good. That's a good thing. Still have not heard whether he's playing or not. Mm. We'll watch that. Because there's a lot of buys this week. Yeah. Six teams on buy. Yeah, I saw your... So uh, it's going to be tough. Your little question about the availability. Yes. Uh, Saints running back Mark Ingram... He's going to miss three to four weeks with a grade two medial collateral sprain in his knee. Has he done anything this year? Not much. Okay. So, I mean, maybe he's just looking for vacation time. Yeah. (laughs) Look look for some more work from the likes of Dwayne Washington as Ingram sits out. And here we go. Rashad Bateman. He's going to be missing the rest of the season for the Ravens after he injured his foot. Liz Frank surgery. He's been battling that injury all season so far, and like I said, it's not more than a it's more than a, than a mere tweak. Uh, he's done for the year, undergoing surgery, which raises the fantasy value for people out there. If you want to go out there and try and get a Devin Duvernay, oh, the team also has veteran Deshaun Jackson on the roster. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm interested to see if he actually does yeah. anything. Climb into like a, a minor football fantasy football relevance. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and then you can expect to see more work from Mark Andrews and even the rookie tight end Isaiah Likely out of my one of my favorite schools, Coastal Carolina. It's not likely. It's not going to be Isaiah Likely, <laughs> or it's not likely that Likely will do anything. It's not likely. <laughs> oh man! And then you also have Demarcus Robinson. He should be getting a little more action. Mm-hmm. He actually looked good, and surprisingly, because he played for Kansas City for years, never did do crap. nothing. Hmm, I wonder if it was the quarterback. I mean, if he was playing for the Packers, it didn't do anything. It'd be Aaron Rodgers' fault. I mean, I don't, I don't, and I also don't understand how Rodgers can coach defense better. You know, I mean, stop it. Like, why, why would Aaron Rodgers tell the defensive backs to give everybody a five-yard cushion? Why doesn't Aaron Rodgers just shut up and play football? He does. He plays it like a three-time, three-consecutive season MVP. That's I how he plays. I haven't seen that this year. <laughs> and this is getting to be an old story really quick. Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas is apparently setbacks with his ankle injury, and he's done for the year. Yeah. Um, That's not good. No. And now Elvin Kamara's crying. People got to stop talking shit about Michael Thomas, he said. Oh. It's like, it's not Do, fair. Doesn't Elvin, Elvin have his own concerns? He's got legal concerns he should be worried yeah, about after maybe, this season, right? Maybe worry about Elvin. Yeah. So, yeah, Michael Thomas surgery. If you have him on your roster, unless it's a dynasty league, maybe even if it is a dynasty league, cut this guy loose. Yeah. I got him on my roster. Huh? This is He's not going to be with the team next year. No. Um, Chris Olave. Yes. 
Another receiver who can't seem to get well is Keenan Allen with the Chargers. Yeah. That's probably Aaron Rodgers' fault. <laughs> Reports out of LA are that his hamstring injury worsened during the bye week while training. Mm. So seems to be a lost season for Keenan Allen. Team is already going to be without Mike Williams right. and his ankle injury for about a month. And if Allen Rob and if Allen Keenan Allen has to miss more time, that means you're stuck with guys like Josh Palmer, who was just cleared from concussion protocol. Should be should be a a, a foreshadowing for the start. must starts and don't bother yes. for you. Yes, and DeAndre Carter. <sighs> no, DeAndre Carter. <laughs> That's not good news for fantasy GMs out there hoping that uh, Justin Herbert is going to lead their team to a championship. Yeah. Uh, which also means that it's obviously a knockdown in Herbert's fantasy value, which is going to hurt me in the cheddar head because oh. I'm trying to tread water and keep it a tie for first place, finally in a division. <laughs> I'm going to tie for first place and get a chance at some division money. And I'm going to lose my ass because I think I lost to the guy in first place. Oh, you're playing him this week? No, no. I think I lost to him already. Oh, okay. So you got a you got yeah. a tiebreaker problem. Yeah. Two big moves in the NFC North this week prior to the trade deadline. Uh, time for all the Chase Claypool owners to get rid of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went to Siberia. <laughs> As the Steelers traded him to a team that might be worse than them. Yeah. <sighs> Chicago Bears, where he'll catch another five passes the rest of his career. Yeah. Steelers will get a second round pick in 2023 from the Bears. Look for Claypool to immediately become number two wide receiver behind Darnell Mooney, something he was in Pittsburgh and he didn't do very much with. Yeah. As of right now, fantasy owners shouldn't view Claypool as anything more than a flex option. Yeah. Meanwhile, Steelers fans are happy to be rid of this guy saying, well, if you want someone that will jump as high as possible in order to catch a ball at his knees, Claypool's the man for you. <laughs> okay. You know, also, also the, the good thing about Claypool, this, the, you know, going to the Bears is that he won't have to le- learn the playbook. He never learned the Pittsburgh playbook, so he doesn't really have to learn the Bears playbook. He not really throw just, the ball. He just, he just runs down the field and does whatever he wants anyway, so. Oh, and speaking of the NFC North, the Minnesota Vikings, they went and made a deal in conference mm. with the Detroit Lions for tight end TJ Hawkinson. I didn't get that, but. Well, apparently Irv Smith is yeah. probably done for the year. But I didn't, I, I mean, they don't, they don't use Irv Smith as it is. Yeah. So they're not, they're not big on tight ends. Maybe they're going to, I don't, maybe mm. they're going to incorporate him more. I don't know. Vikings gave up a 2023 second round pick, a 2024 fourth round pick, and a 2024 conditional fourth round pick. It's a lot. That's a lot for a tight end. Yeah. Well, he was a first round pick, but it's irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, he? What's he, was he done the for? Best me? offensive player for the Detroit Lions. Uh, again, irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Vikings, like I said, they do have Irv Smith, but he's banged up with a high ankle sprain and may require surgery. Meaning he could miss a few weeks or the rest of the season for recovery. Hawkinson should be viewed as a tight end one in fantasy as the Vikings will make him a priority in their passing attack. I mean, again, they everybody loved Irv Smith, but they never threw in the ball. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. In another trade deadline move, the Indianapolis Colts have sent Naeem Hines to the Buffalo Bills in exchange for Zach Moss and a conditional sixth. 
that okay. could become a fifth. Did they not just draft Naheem Hines? Um, well, he was there before Jonathan Taylor, right? <laughs> no, no. I'm saying didn't did not Buffalo just draft Naheem Hines as a sixth round pick? They they they, they drafted the same guy in oh. um yeah yeah in uh um not Zach Moss who's the other guy no it's um no it's um it's Cook yeah James Cook yeah yeah well James Cook can't seem to be can't seem to do anything. Like he's not producing. They against the Packers, he did great for the few plays that he gave him. They don't mm-hmm. give him the again. The big problem with Buffalo is they have running backs. I don't know if they're good or not because they don't use them. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, Devin Singletary. Singletary looked like all world against yeah. the Packers, but and then they stopped using him. Hmm. I wonder if that's something that teams do. Like they start off running the ball. And then they move away from it. Oh, stop it. Or is that only bad when the Packers do it? No, it's only bad when the, hmm. the Packers... So this is definitely a move of that benefits Naeem Hines <laughs> as he leaves a team in turmoil. I don't know. I don't know if it benefits him, though. Because they don't... They, now they have four running backs, and they don't give any of them the ball. Yeah, but the thing with Naeem Hines, the thing that makes him so good is he can catch the ball. So can Cook. No, I understand that, but James Cook can't seem to get in the game for some reason. Well, if they use them, I mean that they'll all be come down to use. If they, if they we'll use have the to guy, see this week, yeah, because this could be like just, oh man, who's Buffalo playing this week? Um, yes, I should know this off the top of my head. I, I should know this too because I think I bet on them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you not know that? Or maybe I maybe I, Buffalo at the Jets, that or be versus a- the Jets. I don't know if it's at the Jets. Well, it doesn't matter. It's East Coast. It's going to yeah. be windy and windy and cold. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Miami Dolphins trade Chase Edmonds to the uh, Denver Broncos, uh, along with the first round pick in twenty twenty three. They just signed Latavius Murray. They I, I, again, teams buying getting these repetitive guys. I don't yeah. get it. It's like let's have seventeen running backs. Okay. So they gave up a first round pick, Chase Edmonds, a fourth round pick in twenty twenty four, and the rights to Bradley Chubb. So they they got the they got Bradley Chubb and a fifth round pick back from from the the Broncos. Uh, Miami won that deal. You think? <laughs> Chase Edmonds. You know, you have Raheem must start. Yeah, that's true. Right? Well, and they and they went out and got Jeffrey uh, Wilson. That's true. They, they have him too. They, now. they use that what, that one pick that they got to yeah. turn around and get Jeffrey Wilson. Yeah. So. So this move was necessary as the Broncos continue to look for upgrades in their backfield after the injury of Devonta Williams. Um, and all that news, it makes the must-starts and don't bothers that much more difficult for this week. Mm. But as always, we have them for you. <laughs> and this week, I think we're going to start with the quarterbacks. Oh, okay. That deal? Switch it up a little bit? Switch okay. up a little bit. All right. Must start quarterbacks. My first guy, Kirk Cousins. I, I'm riding the Kirk Cousins train for another week. <laughs> He is a top 12 quarterback this season in terms of points per game. That's because Aaron Rodgers hasn't lit it up yet. Uh, um, I like him to throw for at least 250 yards this weekend against the Commanders defense that has allowed the fourth most passing scores to quarterbacks through eight weeks. My next guy is Geno Smith. <laughs> Unbelievably, to almost everyone that is playing fantasy football, Geno Smith is, you want to guess? What number? Uh, three. Number nine fantasy oh. football quarterback this season so far. 
pretty good for a guy that was <laughs> that we were all <laughs> laughing about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's accounted for at least two touchdowns and six of eight starts and three scores in two of those games. This week they go against the Cardinals, who are allowing the six most fantasy points to quarterbacks, and they are tied with the Chiefs for second in total scores to quarterbacks through eight weeks. And finally, my guy that you would never think of starting, but you know, hey, there's six buys, so you're gonna have to start some of these guys. <laughs> Marcus Mariota. Oh. Now, after last week, you might be thinking I've, I've fallen off my rocker, but... I'm going to say, do you, do you have the right <laughs> list? <laughs> He's a fringe quarterback one this week due to all the buys. Wow. Uh, he is quarterback 13 in fantasy football right now, and he ranks eighth amongst quarterbacks with 35 rushing yards per game on Jeez. average. That's crazy. Falcons are facing the Chargers, who have given up 13 passing touchdowns. Your must starts at quarterback. Must starts. I'm going to start with Justin Herbert. Even though we talked about his two starting receivers being out, they are playing the Atlanta Falcons. Uh huh. Worst team in the league with sack rate. Okay. So he's going to have all day to throw. So you're saying I have promise this week for? I'm saying maybe? Palmer and uh, Palmer's good. So I, yeah, I think I think they'll do fine. They'll use the tight end. They'll they'll blend in. I think he'll do good. God, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes this, that's the those are the games that surprise you. It's like uh, he's got nobody to throw to, and then he lights it up. Uh, my number two guy, ready for this? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Of course. Don't don't think you can just make up by. <laughs> you got Aaron Rodgers playing against the Detroit Lions, which is again one of the worst defenses in the league. I will say this: if the Packers do not do it against the Lions, they're not going to do it all year. They're they're done. So I say, go Packers. <laughs> and lastly, I'm going with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Wow. Yep. He's got uh, got out from underneath the Urban Meyer uh, crazy experiment, and he's starting to play pretty good, and they're playing the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh. Bleh. So I think you're going to have another. Um, it's, it's all matchup games this week for me. It's like, who's playing the crappy yeah. guys? So, there you go. As far as no bothers for me, we start with this guy, Tom Brady. Oh, it's going to be tempting to play him after his moderately successful performance from last week, but don't fall for the name. With the drama surrounding him and the team, he is very likely, in my opinion, to disappoint against the likes of Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and the rest of the Rams defense. My final don't bother this week, Derek Carr. He's dinged up. And you don't need this guy in your starting lineup when he isn't really that great when he's 100% healthy. Sure, you might be forced to play him due to six teams on by, but if that's the case, I'm sorry. I kind of like the Jaguars to win this game outright. Your don't bothers for this week? All right, so we're going to start out with, uh, well, a guy that I just don't understand, uh, Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Well, they're against, hurting at receiver. Oh, they're hurting at everything. Their running backs are banged up. Yep. Their line is banged up. They're just not. They don't even know who their running backs well, are. This, this is the problem when you spend all your money on uh, high high uh, cost players because you don't have any backups. And right. there you go. So I think Stafford. They're playing against Tampa Bay. Say what you want about Tampa Bay. Their defense is still good. Yep. So uh, you know, again, it's it's a matchup thing for me. Um, number two. Taylor Heineke playing the Vikings. Uh, Heineke has 
uh, he's played as good as Carson Wentz, for God's sakes, at least. But um, their offensive line is ranked 26th uh, in adjusted sack rate. And, and how they, many teams are there? 32? Uh, yeah. Hmm. So that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. Uh, so they've allowed pressures on 24.8% of the team's dropback. So it's like one quarter of every time, he, one out of four times he drops back, he's getting pressured. So, yeah, I, yeah. I have no no faith in him this week. And lastly, this this is under the category of obvious, but um, Sam Ellinger <laughs> playing the um, New England Patriots. Bill Belichick's going to dial up some defense. Yes, like he does against all these <laughs> rookies. Yeah, yeah. The, the first-time starters. It's like, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? So I expect a bunch of turnovers, <laughs> oh. and, yeah, it's, it's going uh, to be ugly, but what the hell? All right, we move on to running backs. My first guy that you must get on your lineup this week, Tyler Algier. Now, Chargers, they've been uh, very questionable against the run, and Algier is getting many more key touches over Caleb Huntley. Patterson is still not sure for this weekend with his injury, and if he does return, you want Patterson in there. If not, um, Tyler Algier's the guy. But uh, this should be another good week of production either whether if patterson is in there or not because even if patterson is better and he plays i'm sure they're going to limit his ability because or his touches because of his injury so algier might be the guy for you this week next guy Kenyon drake um i'm thinking gus edwards is going to miss this game because of his injured hamstring he's still not doing very much with the team and that would mean uh drake is going to get feature back type touches in the Ravens run game. And finally, AJ Dillon Packers Ooh. spent the whole third quarter pounding the ball on, uh, with the running game last week, just like many bitter Rogers haters have been yelling for what happened. Well, backs got a lot of yards, <laughs> still no touchdowns produced and another Packer loss. Can't wait to hear what the solution is for this week. <laughs> that doesn't include the best quarterback they ever played a game. This week, it's the Lions. I like Dylan to have his best game since week one. By the way, week one, that was a loss against the Vikings. Oh, so much for run the ball. Mm-hmm. Who do you got at must starts? All right. Well, I'm going to start out with uh, a person you mentioned earlier. Okay. Raheem Mostert. Oh, Raheem Mostert. I think uh, I think um, he, they're playing the Bears. Oh. And the Bears traded away everybody good on their defense. Yeah, they're, so. they're two big guys. They're two yeah. monsters. So I'm like, ah, yeah. Oh, oh, there's a lot of new guys that are going to get time. Yeah, that's the problem. Big gaping holes. Yes. So I, I, I got a feeling uh, I they got Jeff Wilson, but I Doubt he knows the playbook well enough in a couple days. But against a team of well, ransackled, ramshackled guys? It could be Raheem Mostert the first half. Then yeah. when they're up by like, three touchdowns. Let's see what Jeff Wilson could do not knowing anything. That, we'll, that, we'll give him the, the Christian McCaffrey treatment. <laughs> that could be, that could be the, um, the um, modus operandi? Yes, that, that, that could um, definitely show you, some, show you some... Um, possibilities i think mm-hmm. oh well but again against the um against the lions i'm gonna go with the other packer running back Aaron, Aaron jones, jones. The guy was phenomenal against buffalo say what you want yep. you know say, well, no he was be phenomenal a, be a doubter you know? I, i'm not i'm not doubting poo poo the running i'm not saying they're not good <laughs> i'm saying running doesn't win the game <laughs> 
Uh, but he had a hundred. He had twenty carries for one hundred and forty-three yards, four receptions for another fourteen yards. They're going to rely on the ground game. Uh, Dylan had ten carries for fifty-four. So I think probably going to wind up with fifteen and fifteen ish. Yeah. But I think Aaron's or um, Aaron is going to be more in the split out situation where he's going to catch more passes more this week. Catching. I, I think a couple touchdowns. So my could thing happen. about making him a wide receiver until the guys are all back, not a bad idea. Well, even for you, you, you know, like I say, when a blind squirrel finds a nut. Yeah, every once in a while, yeah. So when a blind squirrel comes in here, he finds you. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I was right and you were wrong. I'm going to say Any more of your bus starts? Excuse me, I just, <laughs> I just <laughs> choked on something. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go one more time to Jacksonville. Okay. Just because I got Travis? I remember once a long time ago saying, okay, maybe I was too hard on CEH. Maybe I can come off my high horse. <laughs> and then maybe I should just sucked. start him and he shit on me. So, <laughs> um, no, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with ETN. Um, wow. I, wow. Think I, I know, I know. But again, they're playing the Raiders. The Raiders are just God awful. So I, I think that, um, uh, now that they've traded Robinson and ATN's going to get probably all the carries. Not a bad start, I think. Yeah. Uh, as far as don't bothers for me, I got two like always. Mm-hmm. Devin Singletary is my first. This game has the look of a huge blowout, which in turn means it does look good for Singletary's chances now that James Cook and Naeem Hines will be stealing touches <laughs> from him. Uh, and then my next guy, Brian Robinson. The the And this is the thing. The thing about Robinson and his game is that he needs a positive game script to be at his best. Against the Vikings, that's not going to happen. Hmm. Don't waste a starting spot on him this week. Your don't bothers? I do not have, I mean, I will say the entirety of the Buffalo backfield. Yes, because you never know who's going to play. You don't know who's going to play, and they're not going to catch the ball enough to even bother. It's not worth it. Um other, other than that, I, no, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Just no Buffalo Bill receipt running. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wanted to do the same thing with the Jets. Yeah. But I got a yeah, feeling. Michael Carter and. Um, Robinson. Yeah. I, but I think Robinson's. I, I'm, I'm worried that Buffalo's Robinson's. Buffalo's defense is tough. I know. I know. Okay. I'm going to say the Jets too. The Jets Don't and, start any of the Jets. Jets and Buffalo. And Buffalo. So but, it's going to be a passing game for both teams well, against each other. Buffalo just <laughs> doesn't run. I don't know why. And the Jets, I don't know if they're going to be able to run. Although the Packers ran all over Buffalo last yeah. week. So, uh, yeah, in the third quarter, yeah. You never know. Yeah, here you go. Let's move to receivers. Must starts for me, Devin Duvernay. We talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Saying struggle in the slot and Duvernay's speed in the Superdome will pay off with no Rashad Bateman. I, I like Duvernay as much as I have no idea who that guy is. <laughs> but there you go. Juju. He sounds like a bed cover. <laughs> I got my Duvernay. <laughs> Devin Duvay. <laughs> and Juju Smith-Schuster. Oof. Very simple. Matchup is fantastic. And he is, bottom line, next to Travis Kelsey, their most reliable receiver. Finally, Rondale Moore. He was targeted frequently last week and will continue playing well alongside DeAndre Hopkins in, in Arizona. I hope that's true. I hope so because you have them, don't you? I do. All mm-hmm. right, you're must starts at receiver. All right. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the well that's <laughs> been here forever and ever since time 
I'm going to go with Adam Thielen. Oh, okay. Vikings, I think they're going to uh, – you You like the quarterback. I'm going to go with the wide receiver because well, – Somebody's got to catch the ball. Right, exactly. And Well, I mean, Jefferson can't catch every no, single ball. No. So well, we're going to give some, some Thielen love. And I'm also, in the same game, I'm going to go with um, Terry McLaurin. I think Heineke is, um, well, I said he was as good as Wentz. <laughs> Probably better than Wentz. Um, but I think that, because um, Dotson is ruled out. So really, they don't have anybody else no. but McLaurin. So McLaurin I, and, and J.D. McKissick. Your favorite even, running back. Even J.D. McKissick isn't getting the ball this year. I mean, uh, <laughs> and you can't you can't go with a tight end, but uh, if you wanted to. And then uh, I'm just going to give a tip of the hat. I know this is too obvious for Dan, but I'm going to give a tip of the hat to the Seattle wide receivers, Lockett and Metcalf, with Geno Smith throwing him the ball. Yeah, Metcalf last week surprised me because he wasn't really supposed to play. Yeah. But I, I, man, I'm, I'm telling you, Geno Smith is a revelation. To, I mean, how long is that going to last, though? I mean, well, but seriously. It, but we say that every week. It's I like, know. it's like, well, he's going to fall off the horse this oh. week. We're in seven games now. Yeah. He hasn't. He's what wide receiver eight or nine? You said, yeah. No quarterback. Quarterback, quarterback quarterback nine. Yeah, quarterback, quarterback nine. That's amazing. Nine. That's amazing. So it should be like thirty nine. I'm gonna take a tip of the cap to the, <laughs> the Seattle wide receivers because damn, nobody would have suspected it. Uh, all right, it should be twenty nine since he is a starter. There's only thirty two of them, right? Yeah. Okay. But what, I heard a, I heard a stat the other day. They were talking. I don't remember what defense they were talking about. They said they were the thirty eighth ranked defense, and, I, and I'm like. <laughs> how does that work? They, they threw in some college. Ones. Apparently, I'm like. Hmm. <laughs> All right, don't bother everybody. It's oh, time. Oh, it, was a lion. it was the Lions. <laughs> they were talking about the Packer game. I just dawned on them. Oh, don't bother receivers. I got two. Michael Pittman. I, I'm Seriously, you, you just cannot have Michael Pittman in your starting lineup this week. Not, I, not with Ellinger being no, the quarterback. I, I, they're just falling apart from inside. Then you have Sam Ellinger at quarterback. Uh, and he's playing across the field for Bill Belichick. I'm telling you right now, this game is going to get ugly. <laughs> Bill Belichick, oh. just eat that kid alive. <laughs> and then finally, Drake London. You might be thinking this is an easy matchup for London against a struggling Chargers defense. However, London has very limited targets this year, and I just wouldn't risk it right now. So there you go. Who you got? Don't bother. I'm going to start with uh, Mr. DJ Moore okay. from Carolina. Uh, DJ Moore. Carolina and they're PJ playing, Walker. They're play, playing the quarterback. They're playing, position? They're playing Cincinnati. It's like I don't think you need to say a lot more. They're they're just not going to be um, good. And we got to go with um, got to go with the line wide, Lions wide receivers. Yeah, Packers are going to eat these. Which guys ones up. is Amon Ra back yet? Uh, apparently, he's supposed to be back. Okay, they're saying. Um, Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I have they, no idea who that is. And the thing is, they don't have the the thing that mostly concerns me. They don't have Hawkinson. He was the underneath guy. Yeah, he was the, their well, he so, was their so, best player on offense. So they could go deep. Yeah. So now they don't have an underneath guy. So I'm not. Well, I don't. I don't know. I I don't know who any of their other tight ends Somebody are. Somebody else sign up has to. Line up as a tight end. Yeah. Maybe he can catch a ball. But, but is he going to be as scary as Hawkinson? I <laughs> no. don't know. I, 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 I. Uh, 
There you go. Hope that helps you with your lineups this week. Again, remember, six bye weeks this week. So you're going to be playing players that you don't have much information on. But, you know, what else are you going to be able to do? Hold your nose. Exactly. (laughs) Hopefully you get a win. And if not, here's your chance to make some money to pay off your losses. Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I gotta warn you, Clark. They don't play the same games here that they do at them regular casinos. That's right. It's time for the sports investing segment. It's a money-making venture for us. <laughs> now, if I was actually betting real money, yeah, yeah, these wouldn't be winning. Uh. You can check them out on the website cffpodcast.com. And as I've been trying to tell you, don't wait until the show on Saturday. Because we try and get our our midweek games in there or our Thursday night stuff. Oh, I'm not doing that anymore. No, I've 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 given the the off night stuff. Yes, kills me every week. So I'm <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm on Saturday and I'm on Sunday. I'm not. So I'm I'm telling you right now, if you would have checked the the website on Wednesday night, because there was Wednesday night action. Yeah, they're back to that now. Yeah, good for the next four weeks. I think as yeah. you said. And then uh, there was Thursday night games, uh, college games. Yep. There were Friday night college games. And I had a 17 midweek, no-name round-robin parlay, everybody. (laughs) $460 bet. It started off great. My Friday night games did not pay off. Um, But the the five games that I did win, you would have walked home with a $500 profit. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. No, I, I was... I added a a pro bet, which is um, because I I was looking at my 17 midweek no-name parlay for Mm -hmm. college, and I was thinking, I'm going to, because if I would have won all of them, it would have been like a $7,000 win. And I was looking, I got five right. I might get those other two right. So I put together a NFL parlay we'll be talking about a little later on that. (laughs) I was spending money before I had it in the pocket. Uh, well. Yeah. Other things we have going on, on, on my side of the board. Um, I do have a seven-game small school round-robin parlay. I'm picking UCF over Memphis. I'm taking Southern Mississippi over Georgia State. I'm taking Western Kentucky over Charlotte. Massachusetts over Connecticut, which I'm um, already lost. <laughs> Wait a minute. You took Western Kentucky over Charlotte? Yeah. I'm taking Charlotte. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got minus 16 and a half. What do you have? Uh, plus 16 and a half. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm already down one on this round robin because uh, Connecticut did beat Massachusetts last night. Oh, okay. Um, I'm taking Tulane over Tulsa. Okay. South Florida over Temple and Louisiana Monroe over Texas state. Okay. Now the, the, Max possible win for that was over $9,000, but that's not going to work because oh, I'm already down one. And that was a plus 500. That was my big. Oof. Yeah, that's going to hurt. <laughs> oof. <laughs> I got my oof. But now the games that matter. Let's go to those. And uh, we start with this one. Alabama, minus 12 and a half versus LSU. So, I mean, this game has lost a good bit of its luster from over the years, but it's still a very important game in the SEC. Bama's defense, their defensive backfield, may be in for a long night, but that is not going to stop their offense, which is finally clicking 
under your Heisman Trophy winner, Bryce Young, <laughs> from lighting up the scoreboard. I like Alabama minus a 12 and a half. Um, again, this is my favorite game of the season. It's always the first weekend in November, the same day as as the Breeders' Cup horse racing. What a great day for sports. Today. You're, t- you're taking Alabama? I'm taking, taking Alabama minus 12 and a half. Okay, I got Alabama too. My next game, staying in Alabama, but we're going South Alabama. Oh. Minus four versus Georgia Southern. LaDamian Webb is back for South Alabama, and that is not good news for the teams they play the rest of the season. With the running back on the offense, South Alabama should put up a lot of points. And uh, they were good while LaDamian was out. So, even better now. Isn't Georgia Southern pretty good? Georgia Southern's pretty good. They're okay. in South Alabama. Okay. <laughs> Next one, Wake Forest, minus four and a half versus North Carolina State. There's no way the Wolfpack is going to turn Wake Forest over six times in a quarter, which is the only reason they beat Louisville last week. I am thinking Wake Forest is going to put a whooping on North Carolina State, which means it'll probably be wrong. <laughs> Next one, Arkansas minus 13 and a half versus Liberty. I'm thinking this is just going to be too big of a stage for Liberty with the game being played in Fayetteville. If this were in Virginia, I might think twice, but not in Arkansas. Next one, UTSA is San Antonio, Texas. Roadrunners minus a point and a half versus UAB. Now, I'm a mark right now for the Roadrunners. Their fast-paced passing game, love it. I cannot see any scenario where the Blazers are going to be able to stop it. Give me UTSA. I got the Blazers. Do you? Plus a point there. <clears throat> oh, boy. So one of us is going to do really well this week. <laughs> and finally, Oregon versus Cal- Colorado, over 61.5 points. And uh, I think I have something else with them. I have this wrong. Oregon versus, no, I just have the over, 61 and a half. Uh, Colorado is not good, <laughs> and I think it's quite possible that Oregon scores 75% of the 62 points they're going to need for this game. So we got all those as single bets, and then we just parlayed them all together. So there you go. All for you now. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you my one big obvious one, and then uh, I've got a bunch of single things and i'm gonna put together a money line okay. like i always do all right and i'm gonna do a um uh, i don't know a couple of little little things all right so check back later on yeah i've yeah. got i've got an under down uh, underdog round robin with i'm um, taking virginia plus seven and a half against north carolina charlotte plus 16 and a half against western kentucky okay florida plus three and a half against texas a&m kansas Plus a point and a half against Oklahoma State. I'm going to take Kansas on the money line too, just because I think because you can. I think they're going to kick, and they let you bet on that. They, they people say, <laughs> "Give me money." Uh, Memphis plus three and a half against UCF. UAB plus one and a half against U, U, UTSA, and Auburn plus thirteen and a half against Mississippi State. That's going to be my underdog round robin. Okay. Line. Oh yes, that's it. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm, I said I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw you, you throw in the other stuff later. On. I'll throw you some. Uh, I got, I got some money line things. I just got to figure out how many money line <laughs> options I actually have. I don't think I have enough to do in round robin, so I may right. just do a parlay. You have, you're like um, two thousand dollars to the good on your bank account. 
Gotta stay. Gotta stay. <laughs> gotta stay in the plus. Gotta stay in the, stay in the black, everybody. <laughs> Which means it's time to move to the NFL. These are the big games on Sunday, everybody. And um, again, if you would have checked on Thursday for the Thursday game, I had a bunch of stuff up there. I had three Thursday night parlays. One pushed, one won, and one lost. So there you go. Um, and then I had my five-leg Thursday night player prop round robin, which hasn't been doing very well at all. Maybe I should stop that shit. See, I stopped doing the parlay. I started uh, stopped doing the, the player props. And then I talked about how I thought I was going to win my 17 college no-name parlay. So I'd have all kinds of extra money to spend. So I put this baby together. <laughs> Do you see it? Yes. It's my eight-leg anytime <laughs> touchdown Ron Robin parlay. Oh, man. This bet cost me $675 to place. And but the payout is? Payout is $93,225.77 if, if all eight guys score touchdowns. Man. And it goes a little something like this. Jalen Waddle. Possibility. Justin Fields. Always a possibility. Romeo Dubs. Probability. Dawson Knox. Uh, maybe. Yeah, he's tough tough in that in that defense or in that offense, but since they don't run the ball on the goal line. <laughs> TJ Hawkinson. With a new team, that's gonna be a tough yeah. CEH. Absolutely not gonna score. <laughs> Taysom Hill. He hasn't scored in a while, so he might be due. And Lamar Jackson. Oh, he's definitely gonna score. And by the way, did you have you been paying any attention to the guillotine league at all? Uh not a lot. Oh, you should look and see who I have as one of my quarterbacks. Uh, Lamar? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I got him for fifty one dollars. They all come back at some point. <laughs> like, well, He's better than Matthew Stafford right now. Let's see. Better than Matt Ryan. Well, he's number three in the league, so he's better than a lot of guys. Uh, but I still started Kirk Cousins over him this week. Oh, ain't bad. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is playing. I mean, Kirk Cousins playing out of his gourd right now. And then I, I do have my five-game underdog round robin parlay, and this hasn't been working very well like it did last year. Um, I took Seattle over Arizona, Rams over Tampa, Jacksonville over Las Vegas, Atlanta over the Chargers, and my big one, Carolina over Cincinnati. Wow, that's a that's a that's a asking a lot. It's an underdog, baby. Yeah. Now for the the bets that matter again. These are all single game bets, and then I parlay them all at the end. We start with Green Bay minus three and a half versus Detroit. I mean, let's face it, Lions are already looking at twenty twenty three as they are now predicted to have the first overall pick in the draft. Oh, really? <laughs> Lions traded away their best receiver to a division rival, which just shows <laughs> how little the Lions care about getting wins the rest of the season. Uh, this looks like a get-right game for the Packers to me, as they work to turn their season around and get back into playoff hunt. Give me Green Bay. Next one, Seattle, plus two versus Arizona. A game and a half separate first and last place in the NFC West. That's not a surprise. What is surprising, the Seahawks, winners of three straight, are the ones on top of that division. When we went into the season, we were all thinking Seattle was going to be the bottom dwellers, right? Yeah. Not the bottom. Seattle's ranked 31st in defensive EPA through the five games. Uh, they're second in the three weeks since. Maybe uh, Coach Carroll is uh, <laughs> a genius. Maybe <laughs> That gum-chewing, yeah. broken-nosed dumbass. <laughs> 
Oh, my knows? next game, Minnesota minus three versus Washington. The Vikings officially hold the second best record in the NFC after the Giants lost to the Seahawks. However, they're only the 18th in team DVOA, mm. making them one of the worst six and one teams ever. Yeah. Minnesota does have a very good talent, though, especially on the offensive side. I like the Vikings to win another ugly one this weekend. Miami minus four versus Chicago. So can we all agree that the Dolphins are a significantly better team than the Bears? Yeah. You give me that? And they're home. <laughs> How are they only four-point favorites? <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. So even before the trades this weekend, the Dolphins dominated the Bears in DVOA 12th to 29th. Give me Miami, please. Mm. Next, Buffalo versus the Jets. I'm going with the over 46. This game just has way too much of a point spread for me to take that, that so yeah. I'm going to go with the over on this one. Buffalo may score that many points on their own this weekend. New England minus 5.5 versus Indianapolis. The Colts are playing like a team that looks like they've given up. There's also talk about turmoil in the locker room. The offensive line is reportedly not happy that Matt Ryan was benched. And the offense is not happy with the team trading away Naeem Hines. Right now, the Patriots are just more talented than the Colts. I'm taking New England. My next one, which I cannot believe is spread, Rams plus three versus Tampa. I know the Rams have not looked very good lately, but they're still a better team than Tampa Bay. And Tampa, they're, they're at home. Yeah. Tampa Bay is falling apart with age and injuries. Uh, add to that the fact that crying Tom Brady... Has no one left to save his ass like he has had in his whole career. And it doesn't look good for the pewter in red. Give me the Rams. Your picks? I'm just sitting here looking at yours. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to put together some um little fun stuff? No, some six point uh teasers. Oh teasers. Because I, I didn't realize there were so many three point spreads. It takes so long for me to get my shit together. I know. I, I, I forget I know. all about the teasers. I, I always do that. And then yeah. I was like, last night, I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, look, three points, three points, three points. I'm like, what I mean, the I hell? could have the Rams plus nine? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, look, I'm looking at the Rams. I'm looking at the Packers. I'm looking yeah. at Minnesota. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, anyway, um, so I'm going to, I did a bunch of single bets because my, my parlays are just not working. Yeah. So I did some single bets, but I did some different stuff. So I'm going to take, um, the Seahawks plus two and a half against the Cards. I'm taking the Rams Buccaneers under forty three. Mm. I'm taking the Chargers Falcons over forty eight and a half. Uh, did I say Packers already? The Packers uh, minus three and a half. And yeah, I'm going to bet the Bears. You're taking the Bears? I'm taking the Bears. Wow. Plus five and a half, and I'm taking them on the money line. Wow. So I'm uh, I'm venturing. And then I'll throw you some, um, some uh, I'll throw a few fun six, stuff. Six point teasers All right. just, for, just for rounding it out. So check that out early tomorrow morning before you sit down and devour a full plate of NFL games. I do have I do have um, three bets for week ten. If you want to hear, <laughs> no, we'll save that for next okay. week. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's it, people. Remember, don't bet anymore. You can afford to lose it. It's only gambling if you don't know what you're doing. You can check all this out if you want to uh, look at what we did and pick and choose some of the bets you like or don't like. And you can do that right on the website cffpodcast.com on the sports investing page. But now. Especially. 
It's time to get back into the guessing game. <laughs> That's right. The Fantasy Girl Guessing Game is back this week. We had it last week, just no guessing game. I guessed, and I was right on everyone. Everyone? You got everyone. Every, man. Everyone. I had, I had the bell. But this week, Wayne's back, and he's not as knowledgeable as me. No, well, no. <laughs> Especially when I have the numbers right in front of me. <laughs> uh, the longest-running episodic segment of this podcast, and probably the most popular, because we're men, and we're just shallow that way. That is true. Check her out on the website, cffpodcast.com, the Fantasy Girl page. This week, it's India Reynolds. Sound good, Tom? Sound familiar? No. She was born December 20th, 1990 in Reading, Berkshire, England. Mm. Reynolds is a notable British model and TV personality. And she's a social media personality. She Isn't everybody a social <laughs> media personality nowadays? She earned fame for being a contestant on the TV reality show Love Island Season 5, in which she ended in third place. Well, you end in third place on Love Island. Isn't the idea to yeah. find the love of your life? Kick, kick somebody off and tell you get like, like a contest and you end in third. And how do you, be fam- how do you become famous? Who, 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 who won? I, I don't know. Oh, there you go. That's how famous they are. <laughs> India is also probably more popular for modeling in Playboy and the Sun magazine. Besides this, she boasts a massive following on social media that can be largely attributed to, well, some things. No, I mean to her longevity or her ingenuity and creativity. And she has attracted the attention of several brands across the globe. She is a fashion blogger and is quite popular for spreading body positivity and self-love. Body positivity. Yep. All that right. Means fat girls. Oh, okay. That's what I learned. All right. She has been chosen by Poor Moi, Bayou the Label, Zara, and Opali, and other brands as a face and promoter of their brands. Okay. The English model and TV star stands five foot six inches tall. She weighs 121 pounds. Okay. Dark brown hair, brown eyes. Her measurements are. And we all know Wayne starts with the waist. I am going to go. See, they all look a little bit different. I'm going to go 25. <laughs> Close enough, 24. I was going to say 24, but I'm like, nah, I better go a little higher. In chest. All right. Um,. Definitely augmented. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> is that wrong to say? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, 37. <clears throat> 31. She's a 36E. No way. Yes. So you, you just automatically, see, this is, this is kind of like the whole Aaron Rodgers irrationality. You, you just see something and you don't like the little hair bun, so right away he's just wrong. Or he's just Mr. Throw People Under a Bus. It's the same thing with you and women. You just look and she's got big boobs. She's got to be like a 36. That's usually what you'd say. <laughs> so 31 around chest. She wears a 36E. I'm gonna have to throw the flag again because I'm saying this is this is this Bullshit. is bogus. This is bogus. <laughs> and hips. Um God, she's 31? 
I'm going to still say, I mean, I got no back shot, so it's hard. To, it's hard. I'm going to say 35. 35 is exactly correct. 31, 24, 35. India Reynolds, my friends, your fantasy girl of the week. She got ripped off in that in that um, augmentation. I'm telling you, <laughs> if if she's augmented, who knows? If, if it's 31, it's like that's you know you got you got jobbed on that one. Well, she's just a small girl. I mean, you you could be small, where you know. But she would be she would be a pine or a a, 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 a Christmas tree? triangle. <laughs> She'd be skinny at top, <laughs> a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. No, it doesn't make sense. Well, <laughs> oh, man, you make me cough. <laughs> oh, God. That's it for the show, everybody. Hope you had a great time like we did. Um, we'll be back next week. Run out to your local retailer. Get your uh... <laughs> get your, your Mountain Dew fruit quake. <laughs> Yeah, let us know how that is, yeah, would you? Yeah, because I'll be letting you know next week. So I'm going to be trying one today during the Alabama LSU game. Uh, yep. Oh, boy. So um, get on that. That's your homework for this week. Yeah, people. there you go. There you go. Yeah, get it done. And wait for the next contest. That'll be included. There you go. Yeah, but it'll be expired. I guarantee it. Yeah, I should ask Brad, how was your expired soda? <laughs> Yeah, did you, did you drink them or did you not drink them? I guarantee you drank them. Uh, well, again, next week is week 10. This is halfway through the season Man. right here this week. Gone fast. Yeah, halfway. We're 100 and some days from the Super Bowl. Mm. Time flies. Well, luckily we won't have to be watching that since the Packers won't be in it. I, I'm I'm confident. I'm still, I'm still feeling good about my Eagles pick. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, they're undefeated, Sweet. aren't you? Yeah. Winning the Super Bowl? No, I had them. I think I had them losing to the Packers in the NFC okay. Championship. I think right. that was my that was my green and gold glasses I had on again that day. Damn it! Yeah, well, we can we can actually see that because you know that's one of the pages on the website. Oh, it is twenty twenty right? Or is that under Help Us Help You? Yeah, there it is. Yep, I had There's the, our picks. I had the Packers beating the Eagles. You had the Rams going out to the, play the Packers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. How's that working for you? Jesus. 49ers. Uh, and I still have Buffalo winning it all. I still feel confident. Yeah. I still feel confident. I have the Packers versus Chiefs. Uh, the Ra- Yeah, I have the, the Saints going out. That wasn't so good. The Cardinals, that wasn't so good. You want to quick check our fantasy rankings? Oh, sure. Um, I, th- I think I have these updated from this week. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh no, I don't because Lamar's three. Oh, because I'm gonna say the Aaron Rodgers isn't in the the Ryan Tannehill for you. Ryan Tannehill's gonna be dropping and uh, Prescott. Prescott, I don't understand why they're, they're winning, and I don't understand. Yeah. Well, he missed how many games? Three, four. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Ryan Tannehill's gonna miss some games now. Aaron Rodgers is climbing the board. <sighs> climbing the board at fifteen. Yeah. How Mag, did I, how Mac did, Jones not doing well for me. Oh man, Russell Wilson. Kirk Kirk Cousins is only seventeen. I'm surprised. Yeah. Then running backs. Jonathan Taylor's gonna fall. Yeah. He's well. He's done. We were wrong about that. Yeah. Uh, other ones. Naheem or Najee Harris. Kamara's not. The fact good. that Austin Eckler's the number one running back in Dynasty right now is amazing. Man. I know. How is he not broken down? He's gonna break down. <laughs> 
There, uh, there's your thing. Go, go pick up whoever the backups are in in, in, in Charger land. for the Chargers because he ain't gonna last. Uh, Cooper Cup's gonna probably fall down a little bit in receivers. Hunter Renfro, eighty four. I was wrong on that guy. I had him at number eight. Well, but you gotta realize that the <laughs> the quarterback is just abysmal. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let's see, and then tight ends. Don't really matter. Yeah, but n- not not good. No, we have the number one tight end, correct? And we number have, two, one and two. Then then it goes <laughs> then it goes to twenty two or twenty three, depending on your pick. And <laughs> yeah, Darren Waller, just, it just my goes God. it just goes down from there. We are, our mistake was or my mistake was picking Oakland or Las Vegas Raiders. Well, my mistake was thinking that Marcus Mariota could actually throw the ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with Kyle Pitts, Pitts, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh well. I, I thought he at least ordered the tight end, for God's sake. Yeah. All right. Well, we screwed around enough. All right. Go out, enjoy the outside while you can, and maybe it's raining by you like it's raining by us. It's and, raining uh, sideways, but that's okay. That's right. You can still go outside. No rule against that. So we'll talk to you again next week, everybody. Be good. See ya.